Yeah, so we were. Yeah, I think we were trying to grow too fast. We saw yep. the numbers. We saw the revenue, and that's one of the things that w- we now know that the revenue doesn't really mean much if you're not making any. If you're losing, that's actually worse. Hello, and welcome to Driven, the podcast that dives deep into the world of business, fitness, self improvement, and just becoming the best version you can be. This podcast aims to inspire, educate, and motivate by sharing valuable experiences, lessons, and tips on personal and professional growth. So buckle up and let's get started on this exciting journey. Hello everyone. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about our first actual business venture, which was Forum Apparel, which is an online e-commerce, you could say discount retailer, mm-hmm. kind of like we were sending a lot of liquidated clothing. And so in this one, we're pretty much going to talk about our failures and pretty much what not to do. And so I think this is going to be a good one for sure. And especially if you're in that position or you're, you see you're headed towards that position, I think this is going to be a good podcast of what not to do. And just to give a little context, I know the first year in that business, we did 30000 and then we scaled it up to six figures, which the second year we did 170000 So I guess my first question is, how did the idea come to be? Well, I think just like most ideas, they come from either our experience, and in this case, it's been uh, our previous job, well, my previous job, which I worked at this um, place. It was online. You can find them as Retail Fashion Outlet. And so what they pretty much did is they bought a lot of liquidated or overstock products from either manufacturers, retailers. And so they bought it at hev- they heavily discounted. Mm-hmm. And so what they did is, you know, they used to bring them into their warehouse. And then we used to, you know, just prep them, clean them. Well, not clean them, but just ready them, hang them, and then get ready to be listed, take, take pictures of. And uh, so, yeah, uh, that's where we got the main idea from. So just pretty much buying either overstock liquidated stuff and selling it online. Which I think there was, back then, at least, there's a big market. Because I know they've, from what I've seen, at least in, like, their, like, you could say their sales volume, they've gone down. And so I know back then it was it was pretty big. I know they got into, like, the eight figures, in the mid eight, eight figures. So they were, they were killing it back then. I don't know about now, but I could tell just by the reviews that they went down. And so that's pretty much the first, that's where we got the idea from. Mm-hmm. Of not just selling clothing, but liquidated uh, in general. In general, because yeah. we bought clothing, we bought electronics, we bought in toys, we've gotten all sorts of stuff, and we sold it online. And so we have a good amount of experience. That's one of the reasons why we started that business is because we kind of had like an idea of a already successful business model. Yeah. So then my question is, why did we pursue it? I know there's different businesses we could have done. So what's one of the reasons why we pursued it? Yeah, and then, and I think when we started, even when we started, after, that was after, uh, I think we, you know, left World Financial Group. Yeah. Um, which is another topic for another podcast. But I know we were probably thinking of other ideas to do, you know, because I know we, ne- we never wanted to, like, not that we didn't want to work for someone. It's just that. I think in the immediate, because we had no college degree, and back then our mentality was different. We had no college degree. We really had nothing going we, for us. Going for us. Yeah. We thought business was really the only way to make it. Yep. And so I know, you know, the job was temporary to make money, and then we were we wanted to do other stuff. But, I, and then I just blanked out what was the question. So why did, we, why did we pursue it knowing there was other opportunities or other vehicles to make money? Yeah, and, and then pretty much just the, and the main reason why we pursued it is because we saw that, you know, well, for one, companies can actually become successful doing that. And then the other one, it was a kind of a low barrier to entry. Yep. So pretty much anyone could, you know, buy liquidated stuff. There's a lot of websites like liquidation.com, Bstock, Supply. Um, 
there's a lot, a lot of those websites that you could actually just make an account and buy from them and so it was pretty low barrier to entry and we saw that companies could actually become successful and i think that's the main reason why we chose to pursue that yeah and i remember before that we kind of had a different idea i know we wanted to go into clothing because that's what pretty much everyone was doing i remember we went to starbucks on central and slauson yeah and i remember we were thinking of ideas of how to start a business and i remember we thought of kind of selling like the same kind of like business model on ebay um but we thought of selling shirts remember so we yeah. thought of like okay we're gonna go to alibaba we're gonna we're gonna place an order to manufacture shirts and you know we're gonna sell them and we were kind of doing the math there and then and there on starbucks and we soon realized that it was going to be quite a bit of capital yeah uh, i know a lot of the times alibaba manufacturers or manufacturers in general have a minimum order quantity meaning that you kind of have to an example buy 100 shirts 200 shirts or 300 shirts to be able to order from them so it was kind of like we we realized we were going to have to kind of like put up a quite a bit of capital so then that's why you know we went i think that's when we went all in on the liquidation on the liquidation because like one of the ways we got started into the liquidation is we started going through goodwill right yeah and so that 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 was because we didn't have a lot of money back then and we couldn't you know we couldn't do our first idea which is pretty much you know buying like in bulk like uh clothing and then also pallets themselves were not cheap i think or at least the type of wallet uh, pallets we wanted to pursue were around 2000 and so i think the easiest thing and also watching a lot of youtube there was a a lot of you know youtubers like hustlers side mm-hmm. hustlers that used to go to goodwill and buy just you know the most random not not random but you know there's a lot of people there's a lot of clothes that people don't need that is really good and so they used to go goodwill go hunting for like the deals and uh, yeah just buying it for two three dollars and then selling it online for 50 60 bucks which i think is still a good and viable business model if you want to make some side money but uh, that's how we started because we just had no money to purchase um, any any significant inventory. Yeah. And when we started, I know we used to buy the... We used to go specifically on the days and times that there were specials. I know, like, at one point we bought everything at a dollar. So, like, a jacket, yeah. a pants, you know, a nice sweater or something. Everything was at a dollar. And that allowed us to make, you know, good margins on everything else. Uh, but just... You know to keep moving forward what were some of the expectations going into business you know i know we've never done this before so like i guess i would say you know what are the expectations we had going into starting the business i think just trying to think back of the, our mentality back then i think it was just trying to make enough money like and what i mean by that is just more than our jobs but just i don't think i mean obviously it's, everyone wants to grow a huge company well mm-hmm. i don't know if that's the case but I think I'm telling we want to grow a huge company, but I think at that moment was just to make enough to surpass our jobs and become our own business owners. And then I think at at that point we would figure out what it is that we actually wanted to do. Um, so our expectations, I think, back then was just to quit our jobs. Yeah. If I try to remember our mentality back then, I think it was just you know let's make enough to kind of like you know be doing this full time. How how do we start? Yeah, and I I think. We started through Goodwill, buying uh-huh. like one item, two items, three items at a time, like 10, 15, 20 bucks. And so it wasn't a lot of money. And so we started that way. And we really just had a, an apartment that, you know, we don't have money even to uh, rent a storage unit or anything like that. And so we started off our parents. I remember we used to buy Goodwill clothing. We used to buy a, get a bunch of Goodwill bags and then we used to bring them home, yep. list them and, you know, 
and that's pretty much how we got started and then afterwards i think it was a lot of clothing because uh, you know our apartment was back then was pretty small like three four hundred square feet so it was extremely small yeah and i th- and so but you know the cost of goods wasn't a lot it was no. only a few dollars yep. and then the sales relative to the to the cost of goods were pretty high like you know we bought something for like three four five bucks let's say even five let's say even ten bucks we used to sell them for like 40 50 bucks and i think it also comes from the experience that i had at pl- working at uh, my previous job that i i had an understanding of the, the brands mm-hmm. that sold and i also watched a lot of youtube that 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 i think helped more than anything yep and so um, that's how we started and then at some point i think the clothing was too much and then you remember uh what happened after yeah i remember the easiest solution i know we were kind of looking into warehouses or like locations to work from but i think one of the easiest solutions at the moment we could come up with was getting a storage unit yeah uh that way you know we would work from home we would list uh, take the pictures at home and then once everything was listed we would store them at the storage place because i know the storage place was only charging like a hundred dollars or like it wasn't too much and you know depending on the size of the storage you got determine you know the price so it was like for us since we were starting it was like a good option because we weren't paying too much and you know we had the extra space so i know that's how we started we kept at it after a few months oh we kept we kept at it for a few months and then after that i know we were growing little and little and then you know it it was kind of like having to go back and forth every time because i know we used to buy the inventory so we used to buy the inventory we used to take it home list it you know make sure everything was good and then once it was listed we would package it you know in a bag and then put it at the storage unit and then once it's sold we would have to go back to the storage unit and we would have to go back home and ship it so i know we kept that up for a few weeks but then we realized it was kind of like a headache going back and forth it was like two or three trips every day uh and you know like as the business grew little by little we had a little bit extra money and you know with the money from our jobs uh, we had a little bit of uh, cash on hand. So after that, we decided, you know, maybe it's time to get a location. So how, 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 did, that, how did that happen? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, at that point, we pretty much were just, we didn't know back then, you know, how to even approach it. And so I think as we were, you know, dr- driving back and forth towards the storage unit into our apartment, we saw that there was a for lease on the building, remember? Yeah. Yep. And I forgot it was you or me who called. I think it was you. I, oh, I, I forgot who called, but pretty much we called. And and the good thing is that they had a small uh, unit. Yep. It was only like 500 square feet. So it was more than perfect for us. And I think the rent back then was around the, also on the uh, five, 600 bucks around. It was, it was 500. It was, it was pretty much a dollar square foot. And so, yeah, uh, we called you know we qualified and we rented it and then i think that's where you know having that location i think that also like you know it's a also it was an, a one-year commitment when yeah, it was a one-year yep. so pretty much you know this pretty much you know solidified that you know we're in business kind of thing you know because even if we don't sell we're still gonna have to pay the rent and so yeah that was our first location and i think at that point was when we also i think formed the our company our llt yep. around that point and then and then yeah we just had everything uh set and then uh and i think also at that point we started uh we had enough money to buy pallets right um and so we because goodwill i mean you can make good money yes but it but isn't like scalable you could say there's only one or two of you that can actually go out and look for stuff and so yep. that limits you to the amount of things that you can actually buy and sell and so pallets is uh, it's a little bit more scalable mm-hmm. uh but you know scalable and so yeah i think that's when we fought, bought our first pallets yeah i remember it was through b stock right 
Yeah, it was through Beastock. Beastock. And, and then that that pilot did really good because we didn't. Also at that point, I think we didn't know fully exactly what we were doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that pilot pilot or pilots did really well. And then I think at some points we just started buying. Uh, uh, we just made an account with Macy's Liquidation. Yep. And then we bought from them. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if you remember that that our, our first pilot. I think there was three pilots that we bought. I don't remember exactly like that time you know like it, it, it wasn't quite a while i know it was like 2016 uh but i i do remember it was a few pallets um that came and they were good materials no yeah they they, they were good because <clears throat> when we we pretty much sold them out pretty quick i remember one of them i think had a bunch of levi's jeans okay which they sold really quick levi's yep. jeans even if used and they still almost had well back then I, I don't know how it is now they sold almost at full price used um so and I think that gave us the confidence to actually go ahead and say, you know. And I think at that point, we also transitioned to the larger unit, which, you know, it, it, we got lucky, but we transitioned to the larger unit. Yep. And I think at that point, since our pilots had been doing well, I think we were like, you know what? This actually is working. Let's go, like, even more all in. And I think that's at, that's at the point where we were like, you know, uh, we might want to get a loan. Yeah, but uh, just a quick thing. I know with the moving to the other unit, we were still paying the same rent. Yeah. Uh, the reason why is because the landlord wanted to... Oh, there was a new tenant who moved in next to us, next door, and he wanted our unit. Mm-hmm. And so what the landlord did is he, he, you know, he accommodated us to a bigger unit at the same price. So that kind of like helped us a lot because we were able to expand while still having the same expense of the rent, which was $500. So that allowed us to, you know, that allowed us to maintain our cost down. So that helped us a lot. Yeah. Uh, and I know, like you mentioned that after that, we were kind of like serious, you know, the pallets we had bought previously were doing good. So we decided, you know, we, we kind of told ourselves it was kind of time to take it to the next level, like you mentioned. And I know one of the ways we decided to take it to the next level is by buying more pallets, but because we didn't have like, as much money to buy the pallets i know one of the things we did is i got a personal loan correct yeah yeah and then at that point we'd had also i think both of us had quit our job because the pallets were doing so good the rent was low uh before we transitioned to the other unit both of us had quit our jobs Mm -hmm. and so yeah and then but then at that point you know the business was you know doing pretty well yep and so that's when you know i think you were the first was it you or me that got the i think it was you that got the loan first huh no i got the loan first you got the loan first. i got the loan first um and yeah it was uh 18,000 and then we used that 18,000 to buy really good like items on on uh through Macy's Pally liquidation and I know with Macy's Pally liquidation we were we kind of had a manifest before we bought like uh before we bought the pallets I know they were giving manifests of what's included you know like the retail value the unities and so we were kind of like looking trying to find good deals so there was like there was two ways we could buy. We could buy directly the pallets or, you know, we could do a bidding. Uh, so I know we did a lot of those. And using that $18,000, we bought quite a bit of pallets, right? Yeah. Uh, and then those, like, little by little, those pallets were doing good. So that's basically all we were doing. We were rinsing and repeating. We were buying pallets. We were selling uh, the excess amount of money we would get from, you know, selling the items. We would reinvest it and buy more pallets. And so we would we would be doing that for quite a bit of time until our lease ended yeah and so i think also you got the loan eighteen thousand. and i think around that time same time i got the loan too it's pretty much around the same same uh, amount and so we both had loans and so we had like thirty thousand dollars in in loans 18 and 18 so yeah over 30 35 36 yep so we had a 
quite a bit of loans but also i think we got lucky that not lucky because we were actually doing our, our due diligence but we got good inventory and so things were going good and uh and so yeah and and then that's when you said that we pretty much that's when we saw you know like taking it to the next level um, and I think that's when we started looking for the the other warehouse. How's it going everyone? If you found any value or found one thing that helped you out in today's episode, you would love it if you could share the podcast with your friends, family, or colleagues who you think could benefit from it. Let's spread the knowledge and create a positive impact. Yeah. And just, you know, something to keep in mind, it was our first business, you know, we didn't have all the experience in the world. So we thought, you know, like we just got to keep on buying uh, good inventory, selling it. And we're just going to continue to grow. Uh, so keeping that in mind, I know we decided to look for another location because the location we were at was 1,300 square feet. And it was pretty much filled up. It was uh, pretty much. Or at least that's what we thought. Or at least w- that's what we thought. Uh, we weren't the most efficient at yep. the time. So after that, we started looking for another warehouse. And I know. We were looking on Craigslist, and we ended up finding a, a location. It was a standalone bis- uh, standalone building in Inglewood, uh, which was like roughly 2,700 square feet. We went to the location. We took a look at it, and, you know, it, it was pretty cool. It was like it had its own kitchen. It had, like, two bathrooms. It had a, like, oh, it was, it was I don't want to say big, but it had, like, a kind of like a storage unit, like a garage which was like 500 square feet, which was what we had, and it could be used for storage. So it was a pretty good location. I would say, especially at our size of our business, it was doubling the size. It had like a kitchen. It had pretty much everything. Yeah, it was definitely like a a step up, you could say. Yeah, and so we ended up uh, getting the unit for, it was like... What was it? Two thousand dollars, like twenty-seven. Like I think it was twenty-four hundred dollars. So 24. it was pretty much just under a dollar square foot. Okay, so we we got the warehouse, and then what happened? You know, as time progressed. Yeah, and so and also so pretty much our rent quadrupled or yep. pretty much quadrupled, and so the and so also another thing to keep in like just to know is to look at your numbers. Yep. And so I think also back then one of the things that why we failed in that business is because we weren't keeping a good eye on our on the mm-hmm. numbers. And so that definitely prevented us from seeing the actual health of the business. Because as time progressed, you know, sales were high, the sales were increasing. Yep. But we didn't see that our expenses were increasing too cuz mm-hmm. as well at that point was the first time that we hired um we hired someone. Yeah, we've hired our first worker. Yeah, and so I mean we saw the the business starting to grow the numbers starting to grow but we didn't see the expenses the shipping from the pallets the actual cost of goods the inventory that wasn't selling because also at that point we we got another loan i think uh cabbage mm-hmm. I, if you remember. I remember yeah yeah so we were yeah, i think we were trying to grow too fast we saw yep. the numbers we saw the revenue and that's one of the things that w- we now know that the revenue doesn't really mean much if you're not making any if you're losing that's actually worse yep so we, we, you know, that's what we're looking at, revenue. It's always going up. This month went up. This month went up. But we didn't see the expenses going up. We didn't see that the rent quadrupled. We didn't see that we hired someone. We didn't see that we had other expenses, insurance, internet. Yep. And so, but I think as uh, back then, as long as we saw the revenue going up, we were like, you know, we're good. Yep. Yeah, but then I think, you know, we, we just kept doing that for a, for a few months. Mm-hmm. And then um, as time progressed, though, uh, I think we were buying pallets, and some of those pallets didn't turned out that they weren't that best sellers. They weren't good inventory, you could say. No, and I think with those pallets, uh, one of the reasons why we bought them was because they had large quantity of items. 
I know uh, during that time we started selling women's clothing. And so like they were they were decent. They were selling pretty good. But the thing with that is that they have a lot of high returns, especially uh, with women's clothing. Uh, and so like we were buying. We had a lot of inventory that wasn't selling. We had a lot of returns. We had we weren't keeping track of our expenses as we should have. And so little by little, we were kind of like just barely making it. We were, if not even, sometimes we were negative. Yeah. And so we would, like how you mentioned, we took out loans and, you know, some of the loans we were using kind of like just to maintain. So even though our second year we made 170000 it wasn't really 170000 If anything, we were at a loss because uh, of the loans. We still had to pay the loans. So I know at the time we were close to, I know we had we still had the 18 and 18 loans. Yeah. And I know we had the cabbage, which do you remember how much it was? But like it like the total loan was around a thousand. A thousand. I mean, my bad, ten thousand. Okay. Around there that we got it, and so yeah, and the monthly payments on the, our our Discover loans, and they were personal loans, so yeah, they weren't business loans. No. Um, and so they were like four hundred and fifty mm-hmm. bucks, four hundred fifty to five hundred bucks. Um, and then so that was like a, almost a thousand dollars in in loan payments that we had to make a month. Cabbage. It was only a 12-year. Because for the, the the personal loans, it was like, I think, five years. Okay. And so and then the cabbage, we had to pay it in a year. So I think the payments were around $1,000 a month. Yeah. So pretty much $2,000 a month uh, paying in loans. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's what kind of like... We try to grow too fast. Yeah. Because we saw things going good. And so we try to get grow too fast. Uh, we didn't take the time to learn actual like... The in, the operations, the, you know, the inventory, test inventory. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think just... We try to grow too fast. Yep. And uh, I, I think that's kind of what, what got us, you could say. Because once we started buying, you know, that bad inventory, you could say. Yep. That's when, you know, we had to, you know, take out cabbage loans to pay off some loans. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and so I think that's when you could see the, the free fall. Because then I, I think at that point, like, uh, yeah, I don't know if you remember that point. Yeah, it was a cycle. Um, I know we had we had to take care of all the business expenses. But on top of that, we had to pay the loans. Um, and I know like there was times when we didn't have enough money to pay back the loan. So we would have to get another loan to pay off the loans. So it was just a cycle. And I know like during that time uh, with the loans, we, one of the loans was a line of credit. So it's like we had a total amount, for example, like 20000 30000 And we would be taking out lines of credits for like 1000 2000 just to be able to cover the other monthly expenses for the loans yeah and i remember it was cabbage yeah uh, it was the line of, we had a line of credit and so we had to pay like a thousand dollar payment so uh, off that we we so we had to pay cabbage so we borrowed from cabbage to pay cabbage yep and so yeah it was pretty much a cycle um yeah and so i, I remember that time vividly because then also uh you know i'm like our landlord yeah and he had passed away yep and uh so i think his family members took over but then i think at that point we we knew that you know what you know we 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 kind of had to let go of our of our person of our employee that we hired and uh, i think at that point we kind of knew like man dude we, we we can't keep up with like the expenses payments and all that especially as as revenue isn't as strong as you know before and so we knew we kind of had to do something and so i know at that point I think we were pretty much stretched really thin. Yep. And I think, I, I forgot how exactly we came to the decision, but I think, you know, one of us had to get a job. Yeah, I remember that. But I think before then, before, you know, we, we let go of our worker, before we decided to get, like, the job, 
I know we kind of decided, you know, like, do we want to continue pursuing this business model? Like, do we mm-hmm. want to? Because, like, if we wanted to, we could have, you know, like, kind of like grind it and actually like build it up even bigger uh, and maybe even become profitable and whatnot. But it's kind of like we decided, you know, like, is this something we want to pursue? Is, you know, clothing uh, something we want to do? Like, do we see, like, I think more than anything do we see if we get it to like a huge stage like knowing mm-hmm. the competition knowing that you know the the entry level the barrier to entry knowing that anyone could do it and whatnot and we kind of decided just to scale back quite a bit and you know that's when we you know had to let go of our worker that's when we first got you know that's when we had to find another job and i know uh the first person that you know went to look for a job was myself because yeah. I know, like, you were more experienced in, like, listing the stuff. So, I know you were still doing that. Yeah. Uh, we still had some palettes that we hadn't listed. So, like, while you listed, I went to, you know, to look for another job. And just, and I think one of the reasons why we got the job was to be able to have extra income that was in the business. Because at that time, even though we were making, like, a certain amount of revenue, we were breaking even. So, it was just extra income. Yeah. And so I, I remember that. So you had to get the job, and, and then we had to. Well, I had to list. Yep. And then also, but I we knew we couldn't pay the rent because that was twenty four hundred dollars a month. And so luckily the landlords were like really really nice. Yep. Um. And so we told them kind of a, about our situation. You know what? Like I think at some point we're not gonna be able to pay rent. And yep. so we were able to get off of our lease. And so yeah, we got off of our lease. We had some inventory, so I know we had to get a storage unit. Yeah, you remember, and yep. so yeah, so uh, it's yeah, we pretty much uh, got out of our lease, and we were still selling. It's just that we were selling kind of like back to kind of like how we started yep. with um, the what do you call that? The storage. Unit. Yeah, and I remember because we didn't have the warehouse rent anymore. That was two thousand four hundred dollars a month. We had extra to pay back the loans, just to pay the expenses. Um, and at that time, we stopped buying pallets completely. We yeah. were just selling off whatever we had. And, you know, like we would use the income that I was bringing in from the job. And, you know, we kept that up for quite a bit. You know, like I know you kept it up uh, going to the storage unit, you know, going back and forth. And I remember that's something we didn't want to tell our parents. Yeah. Um, and the reason why we didn't decide to tell them is because we didn't want to worry them. Yeah. I know like for uh, our parents, especially my mom, like one of the things she want she wanted us uh to do is go to college you know become a doctor become a lawyer basically have a career uh going to college and having a career and you know like we didn't want to worry them like you know hey you know we have all these loans you know our business isn't doing good so we just kept it to ourselves and we would tell them oh no it's just because we we're doing something different yeah so that's one of the that's one of the things we told them and um yeah, like I mentioned, you were just going back and forth uh, from the storage unit to the house uh, listing, and we kept that up for a while. Yeah, and so, yeah, it, it was for a while because, yeah, we were selling the clothing, and then there was some things here and there. For example, like, I remember we bought an electronic palette. Yeah. Where there was, like, it was a good one. I mean, it sold pretty quick. Uh, it had a bunch of, like, Xbox controllers. It had it had good stuff. It had actually really good stuff. Yep. And so, so we continued that for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, there's the, there was a lot of lessons that we learned from that business. And so one of the things that I, I'm really thankful for is that we actually failed. Yep. Cause, cause let's say at this stage where we, you know, we're running a relatively, no, nah, we're it's still a small business, but, uh, we have, I think seven employees yep. and you know, we have like large commitments. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily we don't have much, much of any debt No. and we don't have any debt. And so 
I am really glad that we failed at a, a smaller scale where we yeah. can actually get jobs and that income from that jobs could actually pay back, you know, the loans. So I'm really glad that we failed back then. So then because we learned, you know, mm -hmm. what not to do. And uh, well, I, I, one of the main lessons for me is if you have to get a loan to pay off a loan. That's at the point where I think the business either has failed or is almost, is pretty much on the brink of failing. Mm. Another one is, yes, don't grow too fast. Uh, uh, speed is good. That's right. one of the things I want to emphasize. Speed and, you know, growing is good. But I think when it comes to, like, if, if it gets to the point where you're, you want to grow past, like, your ability to to do so, if that makes any sense, um, I, I think it's also, you know, not, at least from our experience. Mm -hmm. Especially because we didn't have a lot of skills back then. Yep. Um, so that's why I think it limited kind of like the growth that we wanted to have. We weren't able to because just our, of our lack of uh, skills. Um, and I think another one is kind of being honest with yourself. I know we wanted to grow the business. Like I, we, we had seen kind of like the pattern before we even thought of quitting. We saw like, okay, so we're getting the loans to buy inventory and we're also getting loans to pay back the loans. So it's kind of like we saw that coming. It was kind of like red flags. Uh, but we just decided to push through. So you kind of had to be honest with yourself and you kind of had to look at your business and, you know, like, and you had to tell yourself, okay, my business is not doing so well. So let's see, let's see how I could make it better. Or it's to the point where, you know, like it just makes sense to sell off everything and, you know, like be at a loss. So you, you kind of do have to be honest with yourself. Yeah. Cause then I think, yeah, being honest with ourselves, is, that's, that wasn't the business model that we wanted to actually like do or grow. No. Um, so yeah, there was there was quite a bit of lessons learned, and so one of the things that I I am thankful for is that we felt at that stage because mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to fail right now. Yeah, because we wouldn't be able to get off of our commitments no. a ten thousand dollar a month warehouse lease, yep. uh, employees having to let go of employees. Um, yeah, there's there's some commitments that we do have, and so I, I am definitely glad that we felt back then because it definitely taught us a lot. And so if, if there's anything like. I think you definitely learn through experience. You do. But if you can learn from other people's mistakes and experience, I think that's an, a lot smarter and quicker way to get to where you want to go. Right. Because we kind of would have, like, actually, like, because we kind of knew, like, we had some knowledge. But if we actually follow, like, some uh, some of the, you know, not just recommendations, but some advice from people that we probably seen online, we probably wouldn't have gone to the uh, stage of, you could say, failure that we did uh, running that business. So I know we learned through our mistakes what not to do so like what what are some of the positive you could say lessons or what what are some of the positive traits we got from failing our business there were some i would preface it by saying that i think we learned more what not to do than what to do yeah which is actually like a lot sometimes better than knowing what to do mm -hmm. uh, but some of the things that i we learned i think to do would be to actually keep track of our numbers yeah i think that was the main the main, well, at least for me, from my perspective, that was the main lesson to actually keep track of your numbers, keep good accounting, yep. and actually like know your numbers because you could think you're doing well, but in reality, like you could be doing bad. So that that's the main thing that I learned that I think we everyone needs to actually do, mm -hmm. especially when you have like inventory and stuff like that. Yep. It's 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 more capital intensive than a, a service based business. So for example, if you're detailing, window tinting, PPF. Uh, if you have inventory, that's something that you want to keep track of. And especially if you have a location, that's something else. Else, because yep. that's not only like money. That that's a, that, that's a commitment. Yep. So like I think I don't know exactly what happens if you break a lease, but I don't know if it affects your credit or anything. But yeah. And one of the things that at least that I got out of this is 
have some reserve like mm. some cash reserved in your bank account because i know before we used to go like uh like our bank account we everything we used to have we used to buy inventory and that goes back to like scaling quick but now it's kind of like we have a little bit of uh, reserves to kind of like okay if the business is bad one month at least we have reserves so it's kind of like uh yes we are trying to grow fast but at the same time we're not sacrificing those reserves in case you know like the economy goes bad as you know like it did in 2022 uh, especially for the automotive industry uh, so now we know not to overstretch ourselves we know to have reserves we know to be just more diligent with the numbers like Juan mentioned and yeah that's just one of the things basically look at your numbers one of the last questions I have I know when you're an entrepreneur you want to work for yourself you want to start a business, you want to start a side hustle. A lot of the times we don't have the experience. So it it kind of makes sense that, and it's going to happen that we're going to fail mm-hmm. our side hustle, our business. So what advice would you give entrepreneurs starting when it comes to failure? Yeah, so f- for me, look at failure as uh, just a learning experience. Okay. It's not a fail. Like, it's a f- only a failure if you actually give up and, and quit. Mm. It's actually a failure. But see failure as a, or that little failure as a learning experience, as what it is that you need to do and what it is that you shouldn't do. And uh, yeah, look at failure as just a, you know, a learning experience. And uh, and you only fail if you actually give up and quit. Yeah. Th- at that point, then it is a failure. Because for us, pretty much we were failing for 10 years. Yeah, pretty much. And, and so if we gave up at our first, second, third, fourth, fifth failure... We, we would actually be, you know, failures, at least in business or an entrepreneurship. But now, yeah, uh, we would actually be failures. And so, yeah, just if you actually want it, do not give up in a sense. And I don't want to be cliche, but see failure as just a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on your end, um, well, yeah, because I know a lot of people maybe have failed. So yeah. how do you see failure? I think it's just a part of life. I know in anything new we do we're always going to be bad at it so because we don't have all the answers in the beginning we kind of have to go through all the experience we have to go through all the motions to learn and to get all that experience but you know as we go we're gonna fail uh when we start our business maybe we don't know how to market maybe we don't know how to sell maybe we don't know like like the competition we don't know like we have so many variables that we don't know that it's almost a given we're gonna fail but like you mentioned, it, I, I think more than anything, it's just learning how you said. Learning and actually taking those lessons you learned and trying not to repeat them. Because it, it doesn't matter if you fail uh, and then there's a lesson to be learned, but you don't, you don't learn it and then you go ahead and repeat the same thing. It's kind of like uh, it's just going to keep happening. So I think as time progresses, you learn more. Those failures are going to get less and less. And then those failures are not, not going to be as hard. Because I know, I think to this day, we still kind of like make a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. And you could consider those failures. I know like a lot of the things we, we used to do like uh, early on in our current business, we were coming out with new products. Uh, we knew they weren't going to sell. Technically, those were failures. So it's kind of like we're still making failures to this day. Or, or you know, we, we're, we're still failing to this day. But I think it's just learning from those mistakes make learning from those failures yeah with that this was just a quick podcast of you know our first business and how we failed all the lessons we learned of what not to do and what to do and yeah let me know if you guys have failed before and you know what are some of the lessons you learned 
Uh, but with that, thank you guys for watching. My name is Alexis. And my name is Juan. And we'll see you on the next podcast. Mm-hmm.